It is an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the estate planning and government assistance laws are quite complex and ever-changing, how do you keep track of them? Through elder law attorney Michael Cohen. He's there for you to answer any of your planning questions in a way that you and your loved ones will easily understand. Mike has devoted his entire career to dutifully informing and protecting our parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, anyone in need. Join us now to learn more about estate planning essentials with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here now are Michael and Don. Once again, I welcome you to another Estate Planning Essentials podcast and radio program. My name is Don Crawford Jr., the appreciative owner of this fine radio station, KAAM, and I'm sitting with my partner, my friend, my attorney, who should be your attorney soon. His name is Michael B. Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hello, Don. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Yes, it's cold. It's December, and I can't believe it's the end of the year. Well, that's what you should kind of expect, but uh, time flies and, you know, seasons change. Are we having fun during this time? Absolutely. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, we're going to have fun this program for sure, like we always do. Fun in the sense that we're going to learn a lot, thanks to you and your expertise. And today will be no exception as usual. And you want to talk to the audience today about increasing in the state, the increases in estate tax exemptions and what to do before you file. Yeah, um, there's well, it's not only just an increase in estate, but there's also gift tax exemptions. And I also thought we might talk about a few things um, that uh, seniors in particular might take advantage of uh, before they file taxes this coming year. Uh, so, uh, so we might take a, talk about some of those things that they could take advantage of to have less taxes. Okay. So the first thing is, now, most people do not have taxable estates. Mm -hmm. uh, in Texas, uh, there's no estate tax. They follow the feds on the, if there's, as far as estate tax. Other states have estate or inheritance taxes in addition to whatever the federal uh, ta estate tax limit may be. Uh, you know, during the, originally the Bush administration, the George W. Bush administration, uh, the thought was, we shouldn't have to pay taxes for dying. And that was one of his platforms. And at that time, twenty little over 20 years ago, uh, the estate tax limit was $600,000. So if you added up your home or your life insurance or your retirement accounts, if it was greater than that, there could be estate tax. And so a lot of people did, a lot of attorneys and a lot of others did estate tax planning uh, and did different things in their wills to avoid the estate tax or trust. Um, so uh, he thought that was wrong. And so eventually the, there was a law passed. It was like $600,000. It gradually increased uh, to uh, $5 million. Uh, and, uh, and then, in fact, in one year, there was no estate tax at all. I used to joke about it um, and said George Steinbrenner oh, no. would do anything to avoid 
uh, estate taxes. Careful. So that's the year he died. I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah. But I used to joke about it. But then I had a financial. I was talking to a financial advisor who came into my office with his uh, client, and um, I, I was. I mentioned that story, and he said, "Well, I mentioned that to a client as well at the beginning of the year." And he took me seriously. You know, there's, they say there's no, you know, you can't, there's two things for certain, death and taxes. Mm-hmm. Well, his client wanted to avoid the, the latter, mm-hmm. so he took his life. Is that unbelievable? Unbelievable. So I don't joke about it anymore. But yeah. uh, the, the, but really, there's most people are not subject to estate taxes mm-hmm. because the limit now, it, it, so it didn't go down. Uh, during the Obama administration and during the Trump administration, it was even doubled. But spoke the law is supposed to sunset on January first, twenty twenty six. What they're going to do is they're they're going to take one half of whatever it is at the end of twenty twenty five, and that'll be the new amount. So right now it's twelve million nine hundred twenty thousand. So most people don't have an estate tax. In twenty twenty four, it's going up to thirteen million six hundred ten thousand. So you figure, kind of, in a couple years, it will probably be somewhere uh, between fourteen and fifteen million. Right. So you could take one half of it anyway. <laughs> so the estate tax is now twelve nine twenty is going up to thirteen million six ten, depending on if the year of death. Okay. The gift tax uh, also, which is, is consistent, with at, at least here, there may be gift taxes in different states, but the amount that you could give each year without reporting to the IRS is also going up. So in other words, you could give right now in 2023 17000 a year per year per donee, uh, the one who receives the gift, mm-hmm. without any taxation. Uh, and... Uh, and that's going up to $18,000 a year as of January 1st. So let's say there was a married couple, and let's say it was in 2024, uh, and they uh, had three children. Well, each one, three times 18 is 54, so 108000 could be given to each child if they wanted to uh, without even reporting to the IRS. Okay. Now, if you gave more than that, then... Uh, you have a duty to report, but it wouldn't be necessarily uh, a gift taxation. But you'd have a duty to report. Okay. Um, the if there are some other exceptions, there, if you have a spouse, there's no transfers between no gift uh, ruling on the amount that you can give a spouse, unless the spouse is not a U.S. citizen, and then it's one hundred eighty-five thousand. Hmm. I wonder where that number comes from. Why is it just I, arbitrarily one eighty-five? I, I, I don't know. Okay, that, that's what it's going to be in twenty twenty-four. Okay. Is. Now, don't confuse this. By the way, you know we've talked in, about Medicaid and other shows and other public benefits. Uh, just because you could give the annual gift tax exclusion without reporting to the IRS. Medicaid is means-tested. Medicaid, let's say somebody needs to go into a nursing home or perhaps they wanted care at home, uh, there are rules that if you make a gift within five years generally, I say generally because there are some Medicaid programs where there's no look back, uh, then there is a transfer penalty. In other words, the government won't help subsidize the cost of care at a nursing home or at home hmm. if you make a gift within five years because they think you did on purpose to reduce their assets so that the government would help pay for cost of care. So don't get the gift tax exclusion. 
remember the gift tax exclusion uh, and the the reason for this by the way is that you know the more well-to-do people years many years ago would give away their assets to let's say the next generation or the generation after that so they'd have less estate taxes mm-hmm. so then they changed the law to include gifting as well as as and the gifting uh, isn't there a, a one-time amount that, that is the maximum you can give away to somebody too? It's not just the the annual seventeen thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much so is that? Do you know? It's equivalent to the amount that you could give at death. So you get a credit. So let's say that in addition to the annual gift tax, that in year twenty twenty three, if you had that amount and you wanted to give away everything, you could give away twelve million nine hundred twenty thousand dollars. Wow! Now, before you do that, you got to be careful what you do. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, you give it to somebody. They, uh, you never know what could happen with them. Right. And second of all, uh, if you gave something that had uh, an increase in value, now they might be subject to capital gains tax when they sell the property because there's then called carryover basis. Interesting. So. Uh, be careful what you do on that. There are different ways to plan. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that on another show okay. uh, on what you could do. Uh, that's a good idea to talk about in another show. We'll talk about different ways that you could. So come to a, probably in a couple of weeks, we'll probably talk about this. Okay. Uh, what can you give? What are different ways that you could give away money if you do have a large estate mm-hmm. so that you can reduce the size of your estate? Okay. But um, in the meantime, uh, so there's also uh, income tax uh Brackets will change. I don't know that we, you know, every year because the cost of living increases, the tax brackets uh, as far as how much, who pays what and what bracket you are changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people don't, the, the highest bracket is, uh, you know, it's 37%, and that's for people, if they're married, uh, it would be $731,200 in year 2024. Hmm. So most people don't have that high of income. Um, there are different ones. I could tell you what those are if you're interested, but I think, uh, you know, just realize that things have gone up. Mm-hmm. The standard deduction, which more people are interested in, is going, which right now, if you're a married individual filing jointly, is uh, is is 27000 300 right now. It's going to go up to 29200 and for those uh, who are unmarried, uh, right now it's thirteen thousand eight fifty, and it's going up to fourteen thousand six hundred, I believe, uh, in twenty twenty four. So that's going to be going up. So then it gets into uh, maybe what we should think about some different things from an income tax perspective on, for especially for seniors. What can you do for next year? And some of these things we may want to do. Uh, one or two of these things uh, we may want to consider before the end of the year, uh, but at least uh, some things before eight, before you file your income tax return, some uh, income tax deductions or things that you could do where you pay less income. That's very exciting, and I'm glad you're going to do that because I think the audience is unaware of a lot of these levers they can pull before December 31st that'll help eliminate some of these taxes and it'll mean more money in their pocket. So I'm glad you're going to address that. 
Yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll probably talk about a few things, and some of these things were just going to be not necessarily that you have to do before the end of the year, but at least before you file your – maybe some things that you're not aware of when you file your tax return. There you go. Okay, very good. Fire away then. Is that what you want to do now? If you'd like. I would, please. Okay, so the first thing, the one that you would do before the end of the year is if you're you're already um, 70 and a half Mm – you know, and you have a retirement account, then one thing that you would do, if you give to charities, there are things called uh, qualified charitable distributions. QCDs. QCDs. Okay. And you could, if you have your uh, favorite church or charity that you normally give to, you can make a direct distribution. You don't take it out and give it to yourself and then uh, give it to the charity, you have it go directly from the retirement account to the charity. Mm. It's called a QCD. Uh, and you will not have to pay income tax on that distribution to the charity. Normally, you know, so as you may recall that, that as we've talked about on prior shows, that normally when you if you were 70 and a half before January 1st, 2020, you had to make uh, distributions from your retirement account, and then you get income tax. Well, if you normally just took out that money and just gave it to yourself and then gave it to the charity, you might have gotten a charitable deduction, but it would be better just to not have to pay the tax on the income. Mm-hmm. So if it goes directly uh, to the charity, you don't, as we just mentioned. Okay. But uh, and of course, we we've talked about on a prior show too that if you were not if you were not seventy and a half before January first, twenty twenty, then the age for reti- uh, making distributions is seventy was seventy two, and then this year, uh, as we talked about earlier, if you weren't seventy two before uh, by this year, mm-hmm. then it became seventy three, and then if you're not uh, 73 before the end of 2031, I believe it is, then it's going to be 75. And so, uh, but so when you take it out, then you get income tax. And so a lot of people say, well, I don't need that income. I'd rather uh, have it go to, to my normal charity to extend I want to give it to a charity. Now, by the way, let's say you're 72 or 73 or whatever it may, 72 and you're, you haven't started taking out uh, or, uh, or, or younger and you hadn't started taking out distributions, actually you could do the QCD even though you're not required to make minimum distributions yet mm-hmm. uh, because you could have it once you're 70 and a half. I see. Okay. Now, of course, you could always take it out before then, but uh, but then I guess you could always take it out at any time. You just won't, you know, if you just didn't, if you wanted to take out uh, before then. Uh, 59 and a half is when you get, if you don't, you take out before you're 59 and a half, then there is a excise tax of 10%. Okay. So you you wouldn't, but of course you may want, you probably were, uh, don't want to do that at that early age, but I guess some people could. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that would be one thing that you would do before the end of the year. Okay. Uh, but another thing that seniors should be realized, at least if they're over 65 or if they're blind, uh, there's a thing called the extra standard deduction. Extra standard deduction. Now, this is can't be used if you're dependent upon somebody else. So remember how we talked about the standard deduction uh, in year 2023 20, uh, mm-hmm. is going to be going up right. to uh, – 
29,000, but right now it's 27,300. Well, uh, you could get, if you're single, uh, it's going to go up uh, from the, remember I told you before on the single, right now it's 13,850, it's going up to 14,600. If you're single and you get the extra standard deduction, it could be uh, 1850 more. So in other words, 15,700 would be the standard deduction. And on the married couple, instead of it being uh, 20, uh, well, 29,200, well, 27,300 right now, mm-hmm. uh, you could have, uh, you would add another 3,000 okay. uh, if both spouses are over 65. So that means 30,700 would be the standard deduction uh, if you're over 65 or or blind, mm-hmm. uh, so that should be taken advantage of. But of course, you can't be uh, an entity like a like a trust or some sort of partnership or, or some sort of uh, like a uh, some other type of entity like a, uh, such as a trust. Uh, it wouldn't be applicable for okay. that. It would really be for individuals. Wow, that's a very helpful. Another helpful hint, and again, they have the opportunity to do that now in the next two weeks instead of the next two years. They have to do this. Um, you, you, no, I mean, this is, this, no, that's, that's, you don't have to do that before the, and you could do that at any time. Right. So this is, um, it's just if you're, uh, if you're, uh, you know, over 65 or blind, okay. you just, some people just don't take advantage of the, are not aware of the extra mm-hmm. standard deduction only if they're not if a dependent. So if somebody else is taking care of you and uses you as a dependent, so let's say you have a child that's taking care of you and more than 50% of your expenses are taken care of by the child, then if you're a dependent, then you can't take advantage of this. Okay. But if you're just an individual or a joint married couple uh, and you're over 65, or if you're blind, you could have this extra standard deduction so there'd be less income taxes with that to the extent. uh, And this is only, of course, for people who don't itemize. So if you have a lot of medical expenses or if you give a lot to charity, uh, then uh, and you might itemize, you wouldn't be able to take advantage of this. Okay, very good. Uh, Michael's used the phrase four or five times in the last few minutes of take advantage. This is what you should do. You should take advantage of these new opportunities, maybe before the year is out, uh, but eventually, because they can be very beneficial, and Mike has done his research as usual and knows what he's talking about always, in my opinion, and you should rely on him for this information. You should also sign up for his next workshop. Take advantage of that free estate planning essentials workshop. And that next workshop is scheduled for Thursday, December the 14th at 10 o'clock. And Michael, first tell the audience where these workshops are and then tell them what goes on. You've been doing them for well over a decade now. Yeah, we. it's a free estate planning essentials workshop. Usually a lot of people don't talk about taxes like we're talking about today. Right. However, um, although some people may ask about how much can I give or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, especially towards Christmas and uh, so it's a lot, sometimes there's questions on this, but generally people ask about wills or trust or powers of attorney or about Medicaid that we talked about briefly today, how to pay for long-term care costs. We never know what the questions are going to be. Uh, we ask people, what do you want to know? 
And for two hours of this free estate planning essentials workshop, we answer those questions, and there is a presentation as well. We call it a workshop and not a seminar because it's interactive. We ask people what they want to know, and you'll learn not only from what the answers to your questions are, hopefully, but also you'll learn from the questions of others. And so uh, you, we find that most people uh, find it educational and fun and they see that the time just passes by. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to that free estate planning essentials workshop, which to do that, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com. Uh, you'll find that there'll be uh, not only there'll be something that you have to eat. I don't know if there'll be cookies or donuts or we, we know or some sort of pastry or something like that. However, however, what? There, a... However, the most important thing. <laughs> however, is, what? <laughs> however, as we know, as we've talked about on prior shows, prior real shows reason, for a decade. Yes, I mean you know Christmas is just around the corner, and people are wondering what should I get. And they say, I know, I'll go to that free estate planning essentials workshop where I could get that KAAM coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Who can ask for what anything more? Mm -hmm. That stocking stuffer of all mm -hmm. stocking stuffers, the KAAM free coffee mug. Do you lay in bed and make this stuff up when, when you prepare for the program? Because no, I don't you know, really know is, if this happens. This gets a lot more exciting than taxes, doesn't uh, it? Uh, no. I, wake up and smell the coffee. <laughs> no. Have one of your KWM coffee yeah, mugs when you do that. Exactly. <laughs> well, yes, we're happy to give away KWM coffee mugs, Michael, the coffee itself, as well as the pastries and donuts. But most importantly is the free education that you get at all of these estate planning essentials workshops. Sign up for those today because they're very successful successful in terms of you learning from your questions that you ask as well as others questions dial 214-720-0102 214-720-0102 or go to dallaselderlawyer.com sign up for that next free estate planning essentials workshop michael about five minutes left my friend okay well the next thing is you could give if you if you have let's say a non-working spouse and you have income that is enough to cover what the uh, you could give to a, an IRA. You could contribute an IRA uh, to an IRA for a spouse. Uh, this year, it's um, uh, sixty five hundred. So, if you uh, wanted to, if let's say you had uh, thirteen thousand of income, then you could contribute sixty five hundred to your IRA and sixty five hundred. To spouses IRA. Okay. Uh, you know, you could always contribute to uh, any retirement account as long as you're working. Uh, and so uh, even even um, uh, after 70 and a half or whatever. So uh, a lot of people may not take advantage of this, of course, with an IRA. You have, uh, and, and, and you could do that. Um, and if I should also mention that if you're over 50, you have the catch-up. So it's an additional 1000 each. Hmm. So that means uh, you could go to $15,000 uh, for, for con contributions. 
Of course, it gets a, uh, more if you have if you're self-employed, you have self-employment uh, SEPs, SEP IRAs. There's a lot of people have 401ks. Mm-hmm. This gets into uh, even contributing more depending on if you're employed or self-employed or not. Um, so, and of course, as we talked about in the Secure Act or Secure 2.0, we talked about earlier. There's been a lot more incentives to save for retirement. So. Uh, if you're either employed or if you're an employer, there's lots of different ways to uh, either take advantage of the tax laws to either have a deduction and have money uh, tax-deferred, have tax-deferred growth. Now, I say tax-deferred, it doesn't mean that you never have to pay taxes. You have to pay taxes later on. Mm-hmm. But remember, we said, okay, let's say you had your money grow uh, and then you reach age that you have to make a distribution. Remember, if you do give to a church or charity, we could take advantage of the QCD that we talked about earlier in the show. And so you might not even have the taxation. So you had the deduction, the money grew tax-deferred, and you gave to a charity. So, you know, you know, I think a lot of people, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's different laws that you could take advantage of. Mm-hmm. So you could um, go by what the government encourages. The government encourages to for you to save for retirement. The government encourages you to give to charity. You know, uh, we talked earlier in the show about the $18,000 annual exclusion. There are some other – there are some uh, things that there have no limit at all. If you give directly to a charity, there's no limit of 18000 If you give directly to um, – let's say you had a child or uh, a grandchild uh, and you wanted to pay for their college tuition and you paid it directly to the college – uh, then that there's no limit on that. Mm-hmm. So the eighteen thousand per year per donee is is for people, and I say per year per donee, the one who receives the gift. And by the way, a lot of people get confused and think, oh, they'll get income tax by receiving a gift. That's not correct. It's just a gift. Okay. It's just a gift. It's it, the one who would pay the tax also is the one who makes the gift. Okay. If they gave more than the $18,000 annual exclusion, the one who would have a duty report and possibly pay a tax if they had a, a large estate would be the one who is the donor, not the donee, the okay. one who makes the gift, not the recipient of the gift. But again, as we talked about earlier, you could take advantage of, in effect, a credit for what you could give at death during life. Okay. So what's the summary, Mike, for the group regarding taking advantage of these laws before it's too late or within the next two years? Well, the good news is the government says we want to encourage you to do different things. And so you could do things uh, to do what the government encourages you to do to pay less either income taxes or gift taxes or Mm -hmm. estate taxes. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of knowledge, a matter of knowledge and taking advantage of what what the government encourages you to do. Uh, so, uh, So don't. You know, now you could be like my father-in-law is is so good in the fact that he and my mother-in-law, they decided never to even apply for Social Security, hmm. and he's now 89. Wow. So anyway, you could give just give to the government if you like, but most people uh, would say, you know what, I've been paying into the system all this time, paying my taxes. Right. I would like to take advantage of what they say is okay. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That's very helpful. Uh, Michael talked about knowledge. He has the knowledge more than probably any listener to this program, to this radio station. So take advantage, to use this phrase, of his next workshop. 
and take advantage of his knowledge and expertise, which is very current and very voluminous when it comes to anything regarding estate planning or government assistance. Attend his next workshop, which is Thursday, December the 14th, which is Tuesday, January the 9th. Dial 214 720 720 or go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com. Michael Cohen, I thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. The Leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. The talk show host on 770 KAAM since 2013, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it's done your way and sign up for his next workshop today.